For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hi everyone, Sandman here. This video is brought to you by a donation from Alex, and here's what he very briefly has to say. Hi Sandman, thank you for all your hard work. I really appreciate it. Well Alex, thanks for the donation and I thought I'd cover a recent post from goingyourownway.com, which I put in the description called, Scientific Red Pills. Study finds the uglier you are, the more your wife or girlfriend wants to smash other men when she can get pregnant. Here's what someone named GRNB has to say, and I quote, Studies like this are a great read. Red pills with scientific evidence. I'm going to translate this into normal English. The study title is, Women's sexual interests across the ovulatory cycle depend on primary partner developmental instability. Which means the uglier you are, the more your wife or girlfriend wants to be with other men when she can get pregnant. Another key line reads, Normally ovulating women have found to report greater sexual attraction to men other than their own partners when near ovulation, related to the luteal phase, meaning that normal girlfriends and wives do not want to bang their boyfriends or husbands when they can get pregnant. The article continues by saying, in a sample of 54 couples, we found that women whose partners had high developmental instability, high fluctuating asymmetry, had greater attraction to men other than their partners and less attraction to their own partners, when fertile. Which means out of 54 couples, girlfriends and wives, who had ugly boyfriends or husbands, wanted to be with someone else, even though they were ready to get pregnant. The final line is this, that females may sometimes benefit from a strategy in which they secure investment from a long-term mate and obtain genetic benefits from extra-pair partners, meaning beta bucks and alpha fox, unquote. Well, GRNB, thanks for posting that. What I found really funny about it is the way it's worded by the author, Stephen Gangstat, who has to tiptoe around the truth. When he says that women will go for a man with more developmental stability, it's such a vague way of saying things. Does it actually mean he has low stability when it comes to his career or possibly his income? Or does it mean that his looks aren't the best? What exactly is high fluctuating asymmetry? Does that mean his behavior as a provider protector isn't consistent and therefore she isn't happy? Does it mean that his face isn't symmetrical and that the black pill community is right? After reading a bit of the article, that's exactly what it means. And it stands for FA. They measured the symmetry of men's ears, ear width, elbow width, wrist length, length of fingers, ankle width, and foot width as well as so much more. The study also concludes that if male appearance wasn't the only determining factor for female cheating behavior. It concludes that women want the complete package in a man, or they're more likely to look elsewhere. I'll discuss more in a moment. But let me first tell everyone about today's sponsor, Profit Specialist Group. Why let some woman use her points to fly her dog to Fiji first class? If you're a business owner, stop paying for your customers' reward points, bonus air miles, and cash back. Robert Rivera is a fellow MGTOW that helps businesses that take credit card payments get rid of those fees you pay to the bank. If you're accepting credit cards... He can save your company $6,000 or more annually on the fees. Watch the tutorial video or visit the Cash is King CC website. These sponsor links are in the description.
Anyways, now back to badly behaved and ugly beta males getting cucked in Clown World show. A few days ago, I was watching a couple of cardinal birds feeding outside. The female bird would be off in a place of safety, watching as the male bird would have to brave the danger of the dreaded bird feeder to bring back some sunflower seeds to her. He would have to risk life and limb battling against sparrows and the occasional squirrel, which is why the feeder is usually empty, until the red cardinal shows up looking for food. I might actually get some decent footage of it and show it to you guys one day. So the red male cardinal would have to show consistent behavior to get attention from the female. He would have to feed her over and over again by going over to the bird feeder, cleaning the outer parts of the sunflower shells, and then bringing them to her and putting them in her mouth. This, of course, would be comparable to relationship satisfaction with women. But he's also a very bright red-colored bird. And I'm sure that the redder he is, the more likely she is to mate with him. So you see, it's male's appearance and behavior in combination that attracts females to us. The brown, plain-looking female cardinal looks like she was getting off on the fact that her lover had to fight other birds to bring her her food as well. So he's a bright and colorful bad boy that's also a simp putting seeds in her mouth. He's both the beta and the alpha. If you have one of those qualities but not the other, then the females are more likely to not show relationship satisfaction and start looking elsewhere. Of course, this is done because of genetic investment. The article asks, is it about women seeking good genes from men when it comes to having a partner outside of relationships? Of course it is. Women that cheat are implementing a high-risk, high-reward strategy for genetic survival. Just like men tend to do that when we go to work as crab fishermen or some other dangerous job that pays a lot more money than a safe one so that we have more money to impress a woman with. I just find it hilarious that the author of that research paper, Stephen, wouldn't come out and use plain language to describe what he was seeing. That he expects other scientists and researchers to read between the lines. We are in a very special historical situation where probably for the first time in history, single mothers can have Chad Roan's baby yet still get provision from a simp. The problem for many women is that they have a hard time finding beta male provisioning as well as genetic acceptability for mating from just one male. After all, women report that something like 80% of men out there are below average. She wants a man to behave like a nice beta male provider. But she also doesn't want to be with some guy that looks like a one-eyed mule. But she'll accept that one-eyed beta mule as long as he actually pays for Chad Roan's baby. After the alpha got to stick his Chad pepperoni in her. Again, we're in a special historical situation where today's betas are willing to provide resources to women and raise another man's genetic offspring. This never would have happened in the past because life was tough. And why would you risk paying to raise someone else's brood and lead yourself to a genetic dead end? That's not what life evolved for. In nature, there is, of course, the survival of the cuckoo bird, which puts its egg or eggs into the nests of other birds. So that way it doesn't have to invest in raising its own offspring. That adaptation works pretty well. I'm sure that throughout history, when a woman got married and her husband died, she'd be willing to bring some simp in that looked very unattractive. And maybe he was poor and worked to pay and raise the dead guy's babies, so long as he got a chance to reproduce. I don't know. It was probably an adaptive strategy on the woman's part to make sure the children from the other more desirable guy survived along with her. There were also probably many poor and unattractive women that were married and might have been partnered up with this man that already had kids but his wife had passed away. Maybe she was damaged in some ways, so it worked out. I think that most guys out there shouldn't take it personal that women do what they do. Many men look for the youngest, most fertile, and least insane woman they can find. Why wouldn't a woman look for the strongest, most symmetrical man that shows he had a good upbringing and proper nutrition? 
why wouldn't she want a man that's well socialized to treat her right and provide for her children the most height and the best looks because it provides the best competitive advantage for them? After all, if you're taller and better looking, you're more likely to get hired into management roles and get paid more money. All of that increases the chances of your children's survival. Also, if you as a man find a young, hot virgin to have kids with, then the risk of having a downy baby that snorts at you while you're feeding it are greatly diminished. If it's a girl, she'll be better looking if her mother was hot, and that'll mean she'll have a better chance at finding an alpha male for herself. So it's not just about being at the top of the dominance hierarchy in your own life, but will you also want to ensure that your offspring are at the top as well. A lot of guys take it personally that women treat them like beta bucks. What they should be doing is working on themselves if they really want a relationship. So the women that they're with have a harder time monkey branching away from them. You can't eliminate the sort of Damocles of divorce and betrayal hanging over your head when you're married. But you can sure as hell make it a lot less sharp and put it closer to your head. So that if and when it falls, it falls onto your head at a slower velocity. And if it's dull instead of sharp, it might just bounce off harmlessly instead of piercing your skull. For myself, I don't play with swords unless it's the sword between my legs. And please no jokes about it being a butter knife. Actually, it looks more like a chubby butcher knife. But that's a story for another day. As for that study with the 54 couples, it was done in New Mexico. And in some way, it does actually promote the idea that being a cuck is a normal thing. If you're an ugly man. But what about making a scientific study asking how likely men are to cheat if their wives got fatter? If Stephen were to put out something like that, his career in academia would certainly be over. Even putting a study together providing that beta bucks and alpha fucks is a real thing might actually land him into trouble. You can't spread that secret information about female nature around and expect to not get shut down by women. I think the reason Stephen doesn't have to worry, though, is because hardly anyone ever reads scientific papers these days. Usually, on average, they get read one or two hundred times. And also, his study is carefully worded so it doesn't give away too much information about female nature. Unless, of course, you read all the way through the article about the part about the symmetry of men's faces and bodies and how they're measured. Then it might piss women off, but probably won't, because they won't read past the title, which is ambiguous enough to not set them off. If the title was, women are more likely to cheat on ugly men, well, then that would certainly be a problem. Women will leave men alone for the most part if we talk about female nature, but if we don't reach a large audience. But once we start making a difference, they'll try and control and cancel us. If Stephen were to discuss his article and its conclusions in a college classroom, then odds are pretty good that one of the female students might try and bring up a false allegation to me to him. Attraction also alternates between when a woman is pregnant and when she's not. For example, the moment a woman gets preggers with Chad's pepperoni baby, she's probably more attracted to the beta males because her hormones change. I've also noticed that when women get PMS, it's during the luteal phase of their menstrual cycle, just before they get their period. They get moody and angry and like to nag you more than usual. Funny enough, that's also most likely when they're to ride Chad's thundercock. That's when their partner is not good enough for them and they want a better one at that time. Their hormones are pushing them to be with the best man possible, pissing you off or nagging you so you get busy working on some other pointless project that she wants you to do so she can get done by Chad Roan. But then again, I don't know because a lot of women get their PMS after their fertility window is closed, and they're less than five days away from when the period blood Kool-Aid starts to flow. I think a conclusion we can reach is that women want both an alpha and a beta male all rolled into one. Women, after all, are always seeking out contradictory things in men. Seeing that red male cardinal battle it out with other birds for seeds one second and then feed his mate the next is what females want. 
They want to be entertained by the man. They want him to be loving to them and they're young, but dangerous to everyone else. They want him to do the work of preparing the meal as well as getting it for them. It's a wonder that female cardinals aren't obese like human females. I guess in that species, if you get fat and you can't fly, and therefore you turn yourself into easy prey. Anyways, that's it for today. Thanks again to Alex for the donation, and I hope you enjoyed this topic. Don't forget to smash the like button the way that wives want to get smashed by men other than their husbands. Unless their husbands are actually beta male providers and chat all rolled into one. The beta chat. Bang the bell and check out the mystery link. Follow me on BitChute, Twitter, and Facebook to get tomorrow's video today. Subscribe to me on Minds, Odyssey, and MGTOW.TV to get the video for the day after tomorrow. This channel's been demonetized. And if you want to help me keep making content, then please support me through Subscribestar. There's a link to it in the description. Or you can do an hour-long coaching chat with the Sandman for 45 US dollars. And it won't rush you out the door like a cheap whore. Thanks for taking your daily dose of red pills. And remember, a red pill a day keeps the women that try and censor scientific articles explaining female nature and that try and me too their authors away. So enjoy the rest of your day and cheers. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.